Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your hosts, Dan and Danny. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. And I'm Dan. So we have a special guest on tonight by the name of Angie. And Angie is a part of uh, Gatekeeper Paranormal. And Angie, you're based out of Wilder, Kentucky? We, we are, yes. Okay. Yes. And you are the official paranormal group that looks after Bobby Mackey's Music World. We are, yeah. We host and manage all of the uh, private tours and investigations for Bobby Mackey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, if anybody's listening to the podcast here and they're interested in the paranormal, they should know what Bobby Mackey's Music World is. But for you know that odd person who doesn't know, can you give us a little uh, history and rundown yeah. of what Bobby Mackey's is? Sure, sure. So Bobby Mackey's, uh, infamously known as the most haunted nightclub in America, um, country music uh, bar, dive bar, essentially. Um, but it has a, a long history of paranormal, uh, paranormal activity, paranormal claims. And um, Zach Bagan uh, pretty much kind of helped put Bobby Mackey on the map. So uh, what it's been about 15 years ago, Zach first came in to, uh, uh, came into the bar and, and did his investigation. And after that, it just kind of took off from there. Um, but in the, in the area here of Northern Kentucky is, um, you know, everyone that lives here in this area really essentially knew who Bobby Mackey was and, and knew about the history of the, of the bar. And, um, so again, with these paranormal shows, it really just kind of took off, and uh, so now we we host people from all over the world, essentially, uh, that come in and, and want to investigate. Now, what makes a place so haunted, or allegedly so, so haunted? So allegedly, yeah. So there's there's actually a lot, um, a lot of different factors. So. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who, who do know about the bar, they've heard, uh, you know, some of the, the urban legends of uh, Pearl Bryan, for instance, was the young lady who uh, was decapitated. She was murdered and decapitated. This was in the late 1800s. And this is a really, it's, it's a 100% true, true crime story um, that just had some affiliation, you know, with Bobby Mackey's, uh, it, you know, the story is that her head was disposed of in the well that's located there in the building. And then, you know, there's a story of Johanna who was supposedly a showgirl with, uh, with the bar back in the casino gangster mobster organized crime days. Right. And, um, and just even from the, the, the violent stories that we've heard um, from the casino days, you know, uh, we've, we've heard some pretty crazy stories. And we just think all of, all of that activity uh, combined with people from, again, coming from all over the world with different religious backgrounds, different spiritual beliefs, doing all of these different um, rituals and seances is really just it it conjures and it draws these these entities these spirits to to the building so um there's all kinds of different uh 
uh, entities, if you will, I think, in, in uh, Bob and Mackey. Didn't it used to be a slaughterhouse at one point? It's so, so yeah, so the, um, there are there are stories of a slaughterhouse being there in, in the building. Um, our research suggests that maybe um, the slaughterhouse really wasn't there, uh, but there is a, a structure, a wooden structure that's inside the basement um, that does have a well um, that is um, known to have been uh, the the well that was used to dispose of you know the animal. Uh, you know, byproducts, if you will, the right. innards, entrails, things like that. Right. Um, but, you know, again, some of our research, you know, kind of suggests that maybe it wasn't there. Uh, but, yes, there was a slaughterhouse on the property at one point, yes. Okay. Now, is it still a functioning uh, honky-tonk? Absolutely, yeah. So Bobby performs every uh, Friday and Saturday night. Uh, really, really great. Uh, very, very talented. Um, I'm not a huge country music uh, fan myself, but he, he really is. He's, he's very talented, and he has been performing for, uh, you know, for years since he was a child, and it was always his dream to have that old um, roadside honky-tonk bar, and back in 1978, he had the opportunity to uh, purchase the building and turned it into what it is today. Well, now you're part of Gatekeeper Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's four or five members, uh, I think, that I saw on on your website. So, so yeah, our our members, uh, the number of our members actually fluctuates. Right now, we we have three. So there's myself, uh, uh, co-founder, and Laura, who is also my co-founder, and we have a uh, another investigator, Jan. Um, unfortunately, they neither one of them could be with us tonight. But uh, so right now we have three members. Now, when I was looking at some of the bios, uh, your mm-hmm. interest in the paranormal, I guess, stemmed from your childhood. You had some experiences. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So I I think my my very first memory of my first experience, I was probably. I would say about three, I was about three years old. And um, I, again, I, I, I just, I remember it so well. I remember, you know, I was just kind of spending the night with a friend of mine and um, again, you know, just a young child. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and seeing a, just this white, um, just this, basically I called her the white lady. Uh, it was a, a woman that was standing at the, the foot of the bed that I was sleeping on at the friend's house, and she just stood there and, and stared at me. And then I remember she just kind of gradually floated away and, and just disappeared. And, you know, my three-year-old mind was trying to make sense of that. And just, again, it was so profound and it stuck with me that as being my, my first experience. So um, just since then, I, I was always fascinated. Even as a kid, um, you know, I kind of gravitated to, you know, reading material that had to, you know, do a lot with the, uh, the paranormal genre and, uh, you know, was, of course, always into the, the scary movies and stuff like that. And then I would, you know, go and explore, Um you know, kind of 
back then it was kind of looked at as, as weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Still so, is. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it just kind of escalated from there, and, and here I am. <laughs> you uh, are also, I think it, Dan had said that he read that you're a bit of a skeptic as well. Is that true? I, I am, yeah. So it's a healthy skepticism there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I want to believe that there's more out there than and than than just us. I, I want to believe that there's a higher power and and that our 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 souls essentially, if if, if we do have a soul, that it does go on to. A different dimension or a different plane or you know wherever it may go i i like to think that there's mm-hmm. something there after this life that we you know as we know it right. um but i also i kind of look for you know scientific proof as well um you know we're not the type of group that will bring guests into bobby mackey's and every little sound that we hear or mm-hmm. you know um abnormal you know light that we see is is a spirit or it's a ghost or you know it's a demon we're, we're not like that um we we search for the truth mm-hmm. and if we you know we know this building like the back of our hand so if there are noises that we hear we will tell our guests you know sorry that unfortunately that's the furnace making a noise or that's the right. ice machine making a noise or um, so we're very upfront and truthful with it, but but yeah, we're we're skeptics for sure. I I am for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I know even in uh, with a group called Ship, yeah. I'm sort of the guy that looks for the logical explanation. You know, not all the time do I find it, but I you know I <laughs> right. certainly. I even had an incident right here in this kitchen where I thought I had a ghost cat in the house. Uh, turned out my oh, dishwasher. Yeah. It turned out the dishwasher on a certain cycle would make this meow sound, right? <laughs> Um, (laughs) so then I had to come to Dan and say, you know, uh, it was just the dishwasher. Maybe it was the ghost of the cat that drowned in the dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I think we all have to. We also have a ghost cat in Bobby Mackey's. So yeah, (laughs) we do. Yeah. We've had several guests, um, say, you know, Hey, do you have a cat? We, We hear a cat and, it can be, you know, at one end of the bar and then, you know, just a few seconds later, it's at a different end. So, um, and we, we've actually had a guest a few years ago actually take a picture uh, in the bar and you can see what looks like the, uh, the profile of a cat. It's, it's kind of see-through, but you can, you know, see its profile and <laughs> the true. eyes are actually looking directly at the camera and the eyes are glowing. It's, wow. it's really very fascinating. I believe we have it on our, our YouTube channel. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, you do some investigations at Bobby Mackey's yourself mm-hmm. with your group. Sure. Is there any case of you going, okay, uh, I got to stop. This is crazy. And I'm going you know, outside to get a breath or whatever. Is there anything really scary that happened? So... So yeah, I've, I've had a few a few uh, occasions where I, I did have to step outside, um, and and quite honestly, there are times that when I arrive to the bar uh, to do a tour, that as soon as I step inside, I will get the this really uh, just weird vibe and a very ominous feeling, right? And 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 I will have to say, nope, I'm not going in until, you know, the, my group is here and they walk in with me. I don't want to walk in alone. 
But then there are times that I don't feel that and I'm okay to walk in there alone. But the um, sense of security can change very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the mood of the bar can change very quickly. The uh, ambiance of the the bar can change very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. So so yeah, we I remember one specific time. Uh, just finished with a two hour tour and and had uh, let the group out of the front door and locked it behind me and and went back in to finish up uh, closing up. And as I'm standing in the gift shop, I start to hear you know, bottles at the bar, you know, moving. And it, it's really, it's not a sound that we, we typically hear. I know, you know, being a bar, bottles move, but, but there was no reason for these bottles to, to, to make this rattling noise. And so I really thought that maybe someone had come back in. And, of course, I poked my head out of the, the gift shop and, you know, asked anybody there, and of course, I get no answer, and I continue to listen for a few seconds, and I didn't hear it again. So, walked back into um, into the gift shop and, and continued, uh, you know, about you know closing the, the the bar. And then I start to hear the bottles, you know, shaking again. And this time, it was more more loud, and and it actually sounded like the bottles had dropped into uh, a trash can full of bottles. And, and almost, and it sounded like they broke. And so, I, again, I step out, and I'm like, there's got to be somebody out here. This is not a usual noise. And, again, go out. Nobody's there. So by this time, I'm getting a little unnerved and um, go back to the, to the gift shop, finishing up. And then all of a sudden, it, it, it was almost like every door and every window in the building started to shake. Uh, really loudly, and you could you could hear it, and you could feel it. You could feel that through through the floor and through the walls, that shaking. And it, again, you could hear it, and it was so unnerving. And I, that it it didn't really scare. Well, actually, I guess it did. It scared me for for a second or two, and then uh, kind of you know gathered my wits, and and I started talking to this. You know, you know, I know you're here. You know, you're you're letting me know you're here. Um, you're making me really uncomfortable right now. If you could please stop, and just gathered up my belongings and then left really quick. Um, that was probably one of the one of the out of the two times that I can think of that I was really unnerved and and had to go. Right. I, I noticed there was a little saying on on the internet saying, "Come for the ghosts and stay for the music." So are you doing yeah. these, are you doing these before like the uh, the tours in before the music starts or how does this all work? So our tour our private tours and investigations are actually done Sunday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bar is you know again it's an active open for business bar on Friday and Saturday. So of course we can't do private tours and investigations you know during during mm-hmm. that time because of that. So. Um, However, when the bar is open, uh, we do have uh, tour guides and, uh, you know, bouncers who will do these little 30-minute public tours. They'll take people, you know, a large group of people down to the basement and just kind of give them a, a, you know, a little quick 30-minute tour of the basement and just, you know, kind of get them scared a little bit, you know, give them a little bit of the history of the building and but the, the actual private tours and investigations are done during the week when the bar's closed. 
Right. And I guess the most popular part would be show us the well. It seems like the well seems to be the spot, uh, right? The gateway yeah. to hell. Of course, yeah. <laughs> the gateway to hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's everyone calls it the gateway to hell or portal to hell or hell's gate. So so yeah, everybody of course wants to uh to experience the well. You cannot go to Bobby Mackey's and not experience the well. <laughs> right. Um my particular, my experience, I've never really had anything happen, any experiences centered around the actual well, per se, mm-hmm. but the room in which the well, uh, you know, where the well's at, it does get pretty active. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, you know, the, the room surrounding that area as well. So, but yeah, everybody wants to see the well. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> So, Angie, on our last episode, uh, we had the Foreman Brothers, uh, Living Dead Paranormal, on. And uh, one of the episodes uh, that I watched and and found quite interesting was uh, they were helping uh, a man and a woman. And I think they were in Ohio Mm -hmm. or or Indiana that had been to Bobby Mackey's Mm -hmm. and uh, something followed them home. So yeah. they went in, did their investigation, and cleared their home of whatever uh, had followed them from Bobby's, apparently. Now, we, we hear a lot of uh, stories where people say that they'll do a, an investigation there or a tour there, and then they go home and they brought something, a souvenir with them that they, they really don't want to keep. Sure. Um, do you hear that a lot from other people? Yeah, yeah. We, we've had quite a few people say that they, they've had a... a an attachment or something has followed them home. And I remember the couple that you're talking about uh, very well. I, I actually did the tour with them. Um, you know, so that night that they were there um, was pretty active. There was a lot going on, uh, a lot of emotion, very intense uh, for that couple. Um, and so, yeah, the, the Foreman brothers came and, and uh, you know, kind of did a little bit of an investigation, uh, of course, of the bar at that time. And we discussed that case, you know, in, in um, great detail with them, you know, to kind of help them with their investigation. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it is something that happens quite often. Um, you know, in, in fact, m- myself, I, I will say that, uh, you know, after all the years that Laura and I have, have been doing these tours and, and Jan, when she came on, I can say that I've never, I never felt the need to protect myself or do any kind of a cleansing, uh, you know, after uh, leaving. And um, this time, I think it was last year, a year or so ago, um, I started to, to experience some things here in my home. And um, my husband even started to, to, to notice these things, this activity. And at one point, it, it escalated to where it actually invaded my, my private space. It, it, it actually, you know, I, I'm in the shower in the morning. I'm getting ready for work. And I feel this very intense burning sensation on my left arm. And when I look at my left arm, I I had a scratch. It, it was it was a scratch from my wrist all the way up to my elbow, and uh, you could see it was a red raised welt, and you could see little dots of blood in it where the skin had actually you know was uh, the skin had broke. And this happened while you were and in the shower. 
It, it, it was in the shower, and wow. that's, again, that was when it became very personal, and this is my personal space, right? So um, whatever or whoever it was, I, I kind of felt like it was an adolescent boy um, just from the uh, the apparitions that I had started to see, you know, you know, uh, in my home, uh, it reminded me of an adolescent boy, or something, and again, when, or something portraying itself as ex- a boy. Exactly. Yes. Right. We, right. But, we, we often talk on the on the podcast here is how we don't we don't trust children spirits. Sure. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. Because we've yeah, had our own sure. uh, experiences with uh, creepy little kid, uh, whatever's, <laughs> right. and always always yeah. assume the worst with them. That's right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I, I just, you know, at, at that point, I did say, you, you're no longer welcome. You, you have crossed the line. You're in my personal private space. I, I need you to go now. And uh, a few days later, we had traveled to uh, the UK, to London. And when I returned home, I, I didn't have any more activity. Uh, maybe once or twice, I may have thought that I felt or, or, or had seen something but really there was it was nothing like what I had been experiencing now during any of the tours or the private uh, investigations the you know for other people mm-hmm. that are conducting yeah you, you ever had anybody call you and say listen I got to get out of here or I or run out of the building or oh sure yeah <laughs> oh, sure. so actually this <laughs> This happened, yeah, it it happened actually very recently. Well, I think probably like two months ago, uh, I had a tour. And uh, it was two two females uh, were there with another larger group. And we we started having some pretty good activity within 10, 15 minutes of, of, you know, being there. And these these two ladies, they, they couldn't... It was so intense for them that they they actually asked to leave, you know, 10, 15 minutes into the two-hour tour. Um, It really just, it it really scared them that bad. They they just said it was too intense for them. Wow. Um, So, yeah, it does happen. Now, what about your your other members of Gatekeeper? Have they had any stories about attachments or being scratched? Yeah, actually, Laura has a, a pretty funny story. We we joke about this a lot, but Laura has, you know, she's also felt like uh, through the years that she may have had a, a, a friendly visitor or two. And, you know, we, we joke about it now, but she actually, um, it got to, it got a little intense for her. And at one point she said that she invited this thing to uh, to join her grocery shopping, and she went to a, our local grocery store, invited this thing with her, and then dropped it off at the at the grocery store and said, "Okay, here you are. You got to stay here." <laughs> so it's it's just something you know funny that we laugh about now. But but yeah, she Laura has definitely had some things as well that that she's experienced in her home that she felt followed her. And now the poor employees at the grocery store are haunted, right. and, uh, you know. <laughs> Cans, yeah. cans flying across the aisles and <laughs> things like that. So every time, every time she goes grocery shopping, she you know she'll stop in and say, "Hey, how are you?" Just stopping to say <laughs> hi. So yeah. Does uh, gate, yeah for sure. Does Gatekeeper Paranormal do they uh, do do you cover any other buildings or anything in the area? We we do yeah we so we don't actually do uh, 
we're not tour guides for any other, um, you know, any other location. But as a group, um, just like many, many other paranormal groups, we travel and go to uh, other, you know, uh, locations that are reported to be haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we just went to uh, Romania um, oh. back in November. So oh. that was our second time to Romania. So we, we travel essentially all over the world and, and all over the, the United States and, and uh, visiting these places. So, yeah. Right. The whole relationship with Bobby Mackey, how did that happen? Yeah. So Laura and I, we were actually uh, members of another paranormal group here in the uh, northern Kentucky area. And uh, with being with that group, we had uh, we had done some uh, public ticketed events, you know, where we would invite people to come and investigate with us. And um, at the time, Bobby had uh, a, a lady who had was working for him for quite quite a few years doing tours for him. And uh, Laura and I then left that group, and and we. Basically, we formed Gatekeeper Paranormal. We wanted to, to branch out and do our own thing. And uh, the lady who was working for Bobby doing his tour, she retired. And, um, you know, when she retired, we just looked at that as an opportunity. Hey, you know, let's go meet with Bobby and his wife, Denise, and, and uh, you know, see if they're uh, wanting someone to, to take over those, you know, those tours and, uh you know, we met with met with Bobby's wife, and and here we are. So we've been we've been doing it for what five or six years now. Right. So, yeah. And, and what is Bobby's whole take on the ghost thing besides seeing the dollars come in, of course? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. So you know, Bobby has always claimed that he doesn't believe in this stuff. You know, he's mm-hmm. never been a huge believer. Um, you know, although you know a lot of his close personal friends and family have experienced. Uh, you know, some really negative things. Um, he just has not that, had that experience that has made him a believer. Um, however, he is he's very humble and he's very appreciative that people do come and visit from all over the world. He really enjoys meeting, you know, new people uh, uh, related to, you know, paranormal stuff and, and uh, you know, just a, an, an all-around good guy. He, like I said, he loves meeting new people, and and he invites people into the bar, and you know, take a picture with them, sign some autographs, and stuff like that. So he's he's very appreciative uh, of people who do come and visit. As you said earlier, uh, the popularity of Bobby Mackey's really took off after Zach Bagans and the Ghost Adventures team had been in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I remember one episode like this is. Uh, quite a while after he'd been there and he stated that people will say his name out loud at Bobby Mackey's and they'll get scratched and they'll get uh, all sorts of activity going on. Is that true or is that just uh, Mr. Baggins kind of uh, blowing his own horn? Um, wow. So she's a, thinking, a up a, she's thinking a very political uh, <laughs> answer here, I can see. Yeah, yeah. So I, I also hear, yeah, Zach will... Yeah, Zach tells people that um, the demons and Bobby Mackey's uh, will react when they hear his name. Right. I have not seen that for myself. 
Okay, good answer. Yeah. 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 Not saying it it doesn't happen. I just have not witnessed it. Well, if we come down, the first thing I'll do is I'll scream his name as soon as I walk in the door. There you (laughs) go. We'll see what happens. (laughs) You will not be the first and you won't be the last. No, probably not. There's got to be some some other stories that you can share with us. Uh, our, Our listeners seem to love the scary ones, so... Uh, yeah, do you have some more yeah. for us? Actually, I do, yeah. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, when the bars open on Friday and Saturday, uh, they'll do these little 30-minute basement tours. And, um, it, again, Laura and I typically don't, and Jan, we typically don't do those tours. But one weekend, Bobby actually needed somebody, and, and, and I volunteered to help them out. So uh, I came to the bar early, and um, I never go to the basement by myself. Mm-hmm. It's just not a. It just isn't good to go by yourself. I'm. I'm just not comfortable with it. Uh, but this particular night, I had to open up the basement, get it ready for the tours for the evening, and so I go to the basement, unlock the door. I open the door. Didn't even step inside. And I don't know what it was, but I. I heard as soon as I opened the door, I immediately heard what sounded like a. A, a popping noise, almost like an electrical popping noise. And it, it sounded like it was down at the far end of uh, the basement. And so I looked down towards that, that area. And at that end of the basement, there's a, a garage door. And there are also four dressing rooms down at that far end, uh, the old dressing rooms. And when I looked down there, I could see... Um, I, and I started to hear like this, like this humming noise, almost again, like an electrical humming noise. And I saw, which is very bizarre, it looked like a black cloud or smoke had actually started to come out of one of the closed doors uh, on the dressing rooms. And it kind of hovered above the, the floor there for a little bit. And looking inside this black smoke, if you will, it, it, it looked like there were other particles that were things moving inside of it. Um, and there was just enough light, you know, casting in from the open door, you know, coming in from the outside that I could see down there and I could see through it. So I could see the garage door through this smoky area but yet I saw these, just these things moving in this black smoke. And it, it was just so bizarre. And I, I really had a hard time kind of understanding what I was looking at. And it, it, I just got this really weird feeling, like this feeling of doom, actually. I, it was, I, I, it's so hard to explain. And all of a sudden, it just kind of disappeared. It, it just, out of nowhere, it was gone. And I did not step inside the building. I was still standing inside the doorway, and I just closed the door behind me and, and went back up to the bar. No way I could go down there by myself after seeing that. Right. You needed, and, a, needed uh, a drink to steady your nerves? Is that it? <laughs> right, yeah. Right. It was, it was just very, I've never seen anything like it never seen anything like it. It was just very bizarre. Yeah. And so you sort of acknowledged it and then just thought, okay, that's, that's yeah, it. Not, yeah. You didn't run. You didn't panic. You didn't egg it on. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, and we typically don't run from stuff like that. It's, I really don't get, honestly, I don't get very frightened at Bobby Mackey's. There's some weird stuff that goes on for sure. 
we typically kind of gravitate to it, to, you know, to, to, to check it out. Right. But this particular night, I just didn't feel like that was the best thing to do. Right. And you touched on it earlier, uh, the fact that some some days that you do a tour, you can walk in there and there's a really light feeling. Mm-hmm. Other days, a really right. heavy feeling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I think that's almost on any um, ghost mm-hmm. hunt that we've done before as well, where... You know, you can walk in there and it's just like, okay, I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to go yeah. smoothly, uh, but nothing appears. Other times you get this heaviness feeling or you walk into a certain area, which we've experienced, and mm-hmm. and you just, you know, either the temperature changes right. or, you know, do, do you get temperature changing fluctuations and stuff? Uh, we we do, yeah. So it's, it's, it, the basement is actually, uh, especially during the, the cold winter months, the basement is actually warmer than the rest of the building, hmm. uh, which is which is kind of different. But um, so yeah, with the the basement being warmer, there are times that we will just suddenly feel a cold draft, e- even when we're in an area where there are no windows and no doors. We'll just suddenly feel like a little bit of a a cool breeze and a, and a little, you know, cool area. Um, and then of course, during the summer, the, the building gets really, really hot, uh, when the air conditioning is not on. And, and then there are times that we'll, we'll feel that same thing during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, and, and it can, the, the, the feeling or the, the vibe inside the bar can change very quickly. Although we may not feel anything when we first get there, Within a second, it can change, and it, it automatically you start picking up, you know, right. some really weird vibes, some some bad vibes occasionally. So these tours are people invited to bring any equipment with them? Can they bring an EMF? Can they bring their recorders? Yeah, absolutely. We we encourage it. Uh, we do encourage you know participation. Um, you know, if you have uh, digital audio recorders, bring them. We encourage pictures. Um, video, you know, anything that anybody wants to bring, we encourage that. Uh, a lot of people will bring, uh, you know, K2 meters. And we do have some equipment that we, you know, smaller pieces of equipment that we'll use during our two-hour tours. Um, you know, we have K2 meters and, and spirit boxes and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just those types of uh, pieces of equipment. But, yeah, we, we encourage people, if they have it and they want to bring it, please do. Have you ever have actually had... Uh psychics or mediums brought in to actually see who's in there spirit wise we we have yeah and and we also you know we we've brought them in ourselves just to investigate with us you know right to get uh to get their feeling and and what they're picking up but we also have a lot of guests who um have those abilities as well and um you know there are times that we will have um you know, a tour, um, two or three days apart from each other, you know, people that have never met each other that were not on the same tour start picking up on the same, um, you know, the same information, the same details. So, um, which can be, you know, it's really, that's validating. Um, but yeah, we, we have all kinds of people that come in that have different abilities, you know, their empaths or their, clairvoyant or you, you know things like that so uh but yeah we've had some people come in with us and investigate and are pretty spot on yeah. a lot of stuff so yeah now, how long do you think uh bobby Mackey's will continue to do these uh, haunted tours 
Yeah, you know, that's something that we've been kind of thinking about lately. Um, you know, Bobby, he's still young at heart. Um, I think I think he may turn 70 or 71 this year. And, again, he's still going strong. Uh, so, you know, I don't think he's going to retire anytime soon. Um, so we're going to ride it out as, lo- as long as we can and as long as Bobby will let us. So, yeah. Now, if someone wants to take a tour or do their own paranormal investigation, how do they go about that? So they can reach us uh, essentially on our website, gatekeeperparanormal.com. And then, of course, they can also check out our uh, social media. We're on Facebook, Gatekeeper Paranormal. We're on Instagram, Twitter. Um, So just reach out to us if you want on social media. Send us a private message, uh, you know, and we'll get that pretty quickly and, and get you scheduled. Now, is there a, a limit to the number of people or a maximum number? Or Well, so... I can imagine there's you know, a Bobby, bit of a demand to get in there sometimes, too. It's, it, yeah, during the, during the warmer months, it starts to... Uh, it really starts to pick up. Um, right now, with it being so cold, uh, we don't get that, that much um, going on. But um, as far as the two-hour tours, we, we try to keep them as, as small as we can. Um, just because it, it is a big bar, however, uh, it's an old bar, so, you know, a lot of noise carries. So uh, we try to keep, you know, groups maybe uh, anywhere from, you know, 2 to, to, to 8 to 10. We really don't like to go much over uh, 10 people, unless, of course, you have one large private group of, of 10 or more will do it. Um, but it's really just so that our guests can have the the best experience you know um that they can have um i think uh it's a more intimate experience when you have you know uh fewer people uh but our five-hour tours or our five-hour investigations of course a lot of the paranormal groups will uh will do the five-hour investigations and essentially you can you know just have a group as as large as you know, we've had some people bring in 15 people or, or whatever. Um, you know, it's, that's totally up to them. And, and with the five-hour tour or five-hour investigation, you have access to the whole bar, um, as, as you do on the two-hour tours. But essentially with the five-hour investigations, we're just chaperoning. We're just there in the building just to, to be there. And if they need us, then, you know, they'll come and get us. Or sometimes we participate, but... But really, it's just for them to bring their uh, equipment and investigate. Right. Now, I, I see uh, that there are other paranormal teams and other par- and guys from other shows, like Ghost mm-hmm. Asylum, that are, host- yeah. are hosting their own investigations at Bobby Mackey's as well. Are you part mm-hmm. of that as yeah. well? Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. So we have a lot of groups that will do their own ticketed events. Um, so they will, yeah, they'll sell tickets to the general public and invite them to come in for you know, a meet and greet and, and VIP, you know, the VIP experience and investigations and stuff like that. So we do that quite often. Um, I just this past week, I had uh, Ghost Hunts USA come in uh, and, and they do that quite often. They'll sell, you know, uh, they'll have a public event, ticketed events. So it happens a lot. Yeah. As a investigator now, is there a certain building or a certain place that you would just love to investigate the bucket list <laughs> yeah um yeah gosh our, my our bucket list is is crazy long but <laughs> i too. you know we've been, 
we've Bobby been Mackey's to Waverly Hills. On the list. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys are going to have to come on down, check in, check us out for sure. Let us know when you're ready. But um, so so yeah, our our bucket list. We my bucket list, my personal bucket list. Uh, I would love to go back to Moundsville. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've been to Moundsville before, but we did it as a as a uh, a public uh, investigation, and and I'm not knocking public investigations. They're great. They're a lot of fun, and, and I've had some activity or some or some personal experiences on uh, public events. But I, I like to have that controlled environment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that comes along with private investigations. Um, I would love to get into Moundsville, but I. I personally, I, I like old prisons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they retain a lot of negative energy just from, you know, just from who used to inhabit it, those places, right? Yes. Um, a lot of turmoil, a lot of sadness, a lot of anger and violence, and, and I think those buildings retain a lot of that energy and, and yeah, you there's can a lot feel of activity. It. You can feel it when you walk in those buildings. You're, you're preaching to the choir yeah. there because I used to be a correctional officer. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, See, I'm sure you've seen and heard a lot of stuff yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I would um, say a lot of the penitentiaries would be on my bucket list as well, especially Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's on one of my bucket lists of the United States, but of course there's so many places in in Europe. Uh, you know the UK is full of them, um, so I, I'd really love to get into a lot of those castles in, in the UK and and really do a, a good thorough private investigation there well there's a lot of canadian ghosts too so if you ever want to come up uh, yeah. we, we can take you on a some pretty cool absolutely absolutely yeah <laughs> I, just... I would love to hear some recommendations i've not been to canada yet so that's that's definitely uh i want to do that awesome once again uh just plug bobby mackey's and how they can get a hold of you and and your websites and stuff like that Sure. yeah so again gatekeeper paranormal we host all the uh private uh and public tours for Bobby Mackey's. Uh, you can reach us uh, on social media, Gatekeeper Paranormal, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and then of course our website, gatekeeperparanormal.com. And uh, you know, if you haven't already heard, Bobby Mackey's, it's the most haunted nightclub in America. Well, thank you very much for being on the Phantom Faction yeah. podcast. And, My uh, pleasure. We'll, Thanks, guys. We'll have to have you on again one day for sure, and we'll would have to get it. you up to Canada. I would love to come it's, up. Yeah, it's only a, it's only a nine hour drive because I've been to Wilder, <laughs> Kentucky before. <laughs> oh wow! Have yeah. you really? Well, I, I'm I'm a big baseball fan, so uh, we follow we follow the the Blue Jays to the to the stadium across the river there, and we stayed in Wilder because yeah. it was half the price. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Cincinnati Red fan myself. Ah, there we go. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank, thank you, you very much. Right, guys. And stay thank there. you. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.